Many call it the Venice of Mexico, where you'll float around on colorful boats, enjoying food, drink, music, and a beautiful day out in the middle of one of the world's largest cities. This is Xochimilco, one of Mexico's most iconic areas. But it holds a dark secret. This is the creepy story of the Island of the Dolls on the Mysteries of Latin America podcast. Friends, welcome to the Mysteries of Latin America podcast. My name is Andrew, and this week I'll tell the story of the Island of the Dolls. But this isn't just a story. It's a real place that exists in the Mexico City area in an area called Xochimilco. Xochimilco is in the heart of Mexico City's southern borough, and it's best known for its winding canals which are left over from Mexico's pre-Hispanic past. It was once an extensive network of canals and man-made islands created by the ancient Mexica people, commonly known as the Aztecs. The man-made islands are called Chinampas, or floating gardens, and they are still cultivated today and exemplify the ingenuity of the indigenous inhabitants who developed an agricultural system that utilized the area's water resources. It's so special it's one of UNESCO's World Heritage Sites and a must-see if you visit La Ciudad de México. The first time I went to Xochimilco was with my wife and kids, thanks to an invitation from my wife's very generous cousin, Enrique, who was a fantastic host, eager to show us this legendary part of Mexican culture. We hopped aboard a colorful boat called a trajinera, which is sort of a festive Mexican gondola, and we enjoyed food and drinks and drinks and drinks and bands that rode by our floating trajinera playing music for us all. It was an amazing time for the whole family. But this fiesta-like environment has a sinister side and is home to one of Mexico's creepiest areas. It is the sinister Isla de las Muñecas, the island of the dolls. While you and your trajinera wind around Xochimilco's canals, you'll pass many chinampas, the man-made islands I mentioned earlier. The purpose of most of these islands is to serve as little farms, to grow crops like spinach, lettuce, and other greens. Back in the 1950s, one of these small floating farms was owned and maintained by a man named Julian Santana. Most people just called him Don Julian. Life was going well for Don Julian until one very tragic and unfortunate day. At the edge of the canal, Don Julian found a young girl, no older than 13, who had fallen off one of the trajineras and was drowning and near death when she got tangled up in the reeds and roots of water lilies growing there. Despite his best efforts to save her life, the young girl died. After this tragedy, Don Julian began to experience what he called strange situations, unexplained noises at night, a feeling he was being watched, and chills that ran up his spine for no reason. He felt that these feelings had no normal explanation and that they must have been supernatural in origin. He was convinced that the tormented soul of the drowned girl was haunting him, and to rid himself of her, he would burn candles and put up religious figures in his little house there. But the torment continued, and Don Julian decided to hang a doll he found discarded at the water's edge 
as a token for the child's soul and to protect himself from the hauntings. In time, Don Julian began hanging more and more dolls that he would find, dozens of them, to ward off this spirit. He'd hang the dolls from trees, nail them to boards, or dangle them from lines. Don Julian turned into a recluse living on his island, and he would leave to go sell his produce and to scavenge at nearby garbage heaps and the canals to get more and more dolls. Most of them old, broken, and mangled, and all of them little girls. Many people who knew Don Julian didn't think that it was the dolls who were possessed, but rather that it was Don Julian, given his declining mental state and his compulsion. Collecting and hanging his broken collection of dolls turned from a method of warding off bad juju to a full-blown obsession. While he was alive, the island wasn't exactly a tourist destination. But people visiting the canals of Xochimilco sometimes did visit Don Julian from time to time, especially younger people intrigued by his macabre compulsion. He would receive them, and many of them would bring Don Julian an offering of a doll or two, which he would hang up promptly. The dozens of dolls he first put up became hundreds in trees, in his house, everywhere. After decades there, one morning when he was 80 years old, Don Julian was having breakfast with his nephew, who had come to visit him to help him clean his part of the canal. That day he said to his nephew, the mermaids want to take me, and that he could hear their calls getting closer and closer. That day was April 17, 2001. Later that day, his nephew found Don Julian dead at the edge of the water, at the same place he found the body of the little girl that day that changed his life forever. It's estimated that today there are over 2,000 dolls of little girls on that island. They're twisted, rusted, disfigured, burned, hairless, or even headless. Some of them missing limbs or clothes. If you ask me what my vision of hell might be, these might figure in there somewhere. After Don Julian's death, the island became what is now one of the main attractions of Xochimilco, where people visit that little island to see with their own eyes the hundreds and hundreds of dolls hung by a poor soul tormented by the guilt of not being able to save a young girl's life. Family members of Don Julian lead small tours of the property there. Visitors to the island often report an eerie feeling when they set foot there. The dolls, with their lifeless eyes and decaying bodies, seem to watch visitors from every angle. The dolls convey a range of emotions from sadness to anger making the experience all the more unsettling. The only way to get to the island is on one of the trajineras. But if you want to go, make sure you ask the pilot first if he is willing to stop at the island of the dolls. Most of them will say yes, but some more superstitious souls will not 
make that journey. On the island today, there's a small museum of sorts that features newspaper clippings about the island and Don Julian. It has a little store and three rooms. One of them was where Don Julian slept. Today this room isn't exactly inhabited by people, but rather by dozens of dolls, and among them is a very special guest. It's Don Julian's favorite doll, and he named her Agustina. She's the first doll Don Julian Santana found at the water's edge to hang in honor of a lost little girl. The Isla de las Muñecas in Xochimilco is a place where folklore, tradition, and the supernatural come together. While the island's reputation as a haunted and cursed place might send shivers down the spines of visitors, it also reminds us of the mysteries that surround us even today in the 21st century. For me, after living here for 30 years now, it just reinforces the idea that Latin America is a place filled with places that defy easy explanations for many reasons. If you come here, you'll find beauty, culture, and warm people to help you enjoy your time here. But if you scratch below the surface, you'll find a surreal world that's part of the reason why many of us live here now. Friends, thank you for listening to the podcast about the island of dolls of Xochimilco. As fall has started and we draw closer and closer to the Day of the Dead, which we know here in Mexico as Dia de Muertos, Stay close by for a very special couple of episodes on that very special celebration. We'll dive into real stories about this very important Mexican festivity, how it's celebrated, and how it might be a little different from what you've seen on TV and the movies. If you're so inclined, make sure to download, subscribe, follow, and like the podcast, and feel free to share it with anyone you know who might enjoy the program. Join us next week when we'll have another episode that dives into the myths, legends, mystical sites, and surreal stories taking place in North, Central, and South America and the Caribbean here on the Mysteries of Latin America podcast. I'm Andrew Colon. Adios. Thank you.